Chapter 28 Bodhisattva Vow To be lonely is one thing, but to be without the company of my beloved sent me into the depths of a depression at the bottom of all despair. Having seen the warmth of this light, my existence became so cold that all I could do was wander about in this graveyard. Again and again, I spent my time daydreaming about how I had lost the flame. Each time I awoke, I found myself afraid to open my eyes. Without the light of his flame, I would never find the beloved, and so I tumbled forward until I collapsed. Burying myself in ashes, I piled bones and debris over me knowing very well my mistakes would linger on forever. Cold and tired, I lay buried for ages until the fear became so great that I had to stand up and run from my own thoughts. After enough time, I would rise up like a hungry ghost, trying to fill its appetite. But again, there was nothing to quench my yearning for the Lord. I looked everywhere, but where was he hiding? There was no milestones to mark my path, and without sight as a reference, everything felt the same. The ashes and bones never changed as I continued forward for days, months, and even years seemed to pass by as I went astray. Each moment grew so long and so dull that I could not escape the boredom. There was nothing to fill this space of what I had lost. But was any of it real? Had I felt the warmth, or was I trapped inside an illusion all this time? Just as I thought it, I stumbled into something of substance. Finally there was something else here. Feeling my way around it, there was a cage atop a great mountain of ashes. A prison had been placed in this desolation. I began to understand that this square was an enclosure, and only a single beam was broken, granting me access within. Soon I realized I'd come back to the panther's dwelling, and rather than avoid the horrors within, I decided it was only right to make this my home. There was no other place for me, and in the search of my beloved, this was as close as I could ever come to truly knowing him, and now the darkness covered all I could see for it was I who was trapped in time while the panther roamed free. Days turned to weeks while I paced the inner cell until I drove myself mad. Crawling on my hands and knees, my essence would thud against the beams as I stumbled to and fro. My gaze, staring through the bars, grew so weary that I could hold in nothing more, for it seemed as though there were one thousand bars, and behind the thousand bars, no world. As I paced in cramped circles, over and over, my powerful strides became a ritual dance around a center of a lost light where a great will stood paralyzed. At times, the curtains of my eyes lifted without a sound, and a shape entered, slipping through the tightened silence of my shoulders, reaching for the heart. It died. Ma, he's trapped. We have to save him, a voice shouted from the darkness. I couldn't even look. This darkness was all I could see, and rather than observe anything outside the cage, I continued pacing in madness. Do it, my love. After all, every creature is my only child, said a woman's voice. Something was changing. Energy crept up my spine. But where was the beloved, and how had these voices begun to align? Stuck in the depths of my own inner prison, I felt the presence of a life beyond my own. It too was trapped in the darkness and soon I began to believe that I wasn't here alone. 
Had the panther come back to save me? Was he hiding in the darkness watching the journey that had taken place? Was I dreaming or insane? And was all this something real, or was I lost in empty space? Allah! His voice cried out. Someone had just yelled my beloved's name. Allah! My head thudded along the bars, but my ritual continued on. I couldn't even turn to look because I was too far gone. Then there appeared a shadow. The soul was up on the tip of his toes. Now this warrior began to dance when his energy began to flow. The ground started to tremble when a creature began to frolic and spin. A man was summoning a great dakini when I saw her emerge through the wind. A great being had arrived. She was connected to the spirit of the earth. Soon the ground beneath me began to quake when I heard the panther's roar take birth. Allah! The voice screamed out a third time. The name of the beloved shook the ground when I felt the wrath of God's rage. Now a great light took hold of me when I saw seven mysterious goddesses circling this cage. These seven had come from a great distance, and this was every aspect of the goddess's soul. Now the darkest Dakini emerged from the center of my own heart, and she was dancing above the burnt ashes of empty charcoal. Seven divine females appeared in various colors. Each aura was a magnificent sight, and each one of them wore various halos all stemming from multicolored light. Now the dark goddess of truth stood in front of them all. This was the hidden one all along. The dark goddess who was whispering from within my heart with words like a profound and mysterious song. Black dreadlocks floated under blue accents, all layered under a crown of bones. Her vibrational aura resonated from her throat when I realized her power was impossible to be known. She reached between her bosoms. There she opened up the center of her chest. Separating the emptiness between her fingers, a bleeding heart was nestled between her breasts. Pulling her heart out from within, she offered it to me with open arms. I took hold of her precious jewel and accepted her sacred charm. There within this gem, I felt the light of the panther's flame. It was glowing with radiant love, and that's when I realized her and this panther's fire were one and the same. Only when you have stabilized your heart in right faith, steadfast hope, and perfect love, then you will heave up your heart in high contemplation of your creator, said the goddess of truth. Her eternal jewel began to warm the longing for my beloved when a great fire began to spread. Hail, Queen Wisdom, the beloved is within you, I shouted to all her forms, and there the light is within your sister, O pure and holy simplicity. Lady, holy poverty, God is within you too, and within your sister, holy humility. Lady, holy love, I can see God in your heart, and within your sister, holy surrender. More and more Dakinis began to emerge behind them. Countless striking spirits, of every color and aura, all came to gather behind the dark blue goddess of truth. First there were twenty-one goddesses, then behind them appeared a total of one hundred and eight. And these women were gathered behind the dark blue goddess like an army of the feminine aspects throughout all time everywhere. In awe, my mouth dropped open as each goddess revealed her burning heart behind the pinnacle of the goddess of truth. A legion of divine women, who had all given birth to this light, towered before me while I continued to rejoice. All holy virtues, God is within you, God from whom you proceed and come. There is not a single person in the whole world who can possess any one of you without first dying to herself. 
The person who practices one and does not violate the others possesses all. The person who violates one possesses none and violates all. Each and every one of you transcends vice and error. Holy wisdom transcends the spirit of evil and unravels all its tricks. Pure and holy simplicity transcends the learning of this world and surpasses all natural wisdom. Holy poverty transcends all greed, clinging, and the anxieties of this life. It is holy humility who transcends pride and all the inhabitants of this land. Holy love transcends all the temptations of the spirit of evil and of the physical body to overcome all natural fear. And of course, holy surrender transcends all ordinary and selfish desires. She quells our lower nature and makes us answer to the spirit and serve each other. This level of submission subjects us to everyone on earth, not only to human beings, but to all the creatures as well to the wild animals, so that they can do what they like with us, as far as God allows them. These women said nothing, yet they gazed upon me with pure compassion, embodying all that was uncorrupted and free. They were the keepers of this holy fire, guardians of the eternal flame, and so I began to realize that within these abundant women was the great spirit from which all life first came. I will always bow to my father, honoring the power behind his light, but it is the mother who transforms this potential by giving all living form an identity and birthright. For without the mother's sacred womb, all life would cease to grow. The true jewel of all living beings is stored in the heart, and it is the father's light that makes us grow. Mothers of eternity, it is you who carry God's flame. You give birth to all children everywhere, for the Spirit unites all creatures, making us one and the same. I am here to honor your sacrifices, for you have carried the lives of all children ever made. What must I do to liberate the purity of your holy hearts? What must I do to ensure our children's debts have been paid? Waiting in the grace of all glory, the dark goddess of truth pulled me out from the cage as I crept towards the eternal light. Seated in reverence before the holiest goddesses, I knew this to be the ending of the dark night. Pure compassion swept me into her loving arms, and I embraced her for the first time. The dark Dakini spoke. As each spirit awakens, I give you the gift of the five critical features. Form, sensations, perceptions, consciousness, and mental formations are among the covenant which I extend to all my creatures. Her touch ignited a fresh set of layers that were set over my essence like a fine robe. Through this unknowable power, I began to come to life, and so the dark goddess continued. There is a vow of the Bodhisattva. These are my guardians who come together to protect the creatures of all living breeds, for they swear to relieve the suffering of my children until all sentient beings have been freed. Coming together as one, they protect what the mother has made. And for those willing to live and die for my children, they agree not to be swayed. Are you the one who is worthy of this great calling? Are you the protector of all my youth? Remember, someday each mortal body will perish, but the souls of the Bodhisattva are forever protected in the home of my truth. Now if you wish to protect our spirit, it is love that will illuminate all hearts. You must listen closely before you take this vow. And if you agree, I will plant the eternal flame within you before your journey starts. She was offering me a choice, and deep within I felt the Divine Feminine calling out for someone to honor and uphold her sacrifices. For as long as life has flourished throughout all lands everywhere, 
It was the mother who had given up her body again and again so that her children could crawl out upon the land and live with the great soils that sustain all beings. The mother of the planet was seeking protectors to rise, and with her heart in my hands, I had found the reason of my life. If you are seeking a guardian of truth, then it is I who will answer the call to protect this holy flame. I am willing to battle on behalf of the beloved Creator so that we may uphold the virtues of God and all the Father's holy names. Then before you drink from my cup, you must listen to all that I say. And if you are willing to accept this vow, then the spirit of the Divine Family will forever protect you as you find your way. Only through the power of compassion may we heal the wounds that ache in the darkness of each night. We must spread loving compassion from within our hearts and promise to never lose sight. This means we seek friendship among our worst enemies, since every hardship holds within it a secret test. We will honor the potential of love within each creature's heart, for true illumination requires mercy without rest. There is no time for my children to quit. We will continue onward and remain forever grateful. This vow requires us to be completely gripped by benevolence and remain ever faithful. The warriors of my vow plant seeds of love, and we will water these seeds with truth throughout time, because someday the kindness behind our actions will grow into brilliant fruit producing illuminated hearts throughout all of mankind. Act on behalf of all others. We must create lifestyles to fulfill non-violent means. And within the grace of our gentleness, we will transcend the deepest wounds to manifest the world of our dreams. First, you must never kill. Do not steal, cheat, or lie. You must be willing to give up your home and safety, and even risk your life since my guardians are prepared to die. We must continue on until all beings are freed, rising day after day to awaken the light within each creature's heart. From now until forever, we will continue to rise up against vice and do our part. No matter how small the deed, give all your gifts, guard your ethics, enhance patience, and develop skillful means. We extend love for the welfare and benefit of all others because we are the protectors of life's greatest dream. Together as one family, we will free ourselves from suffering. Now it is up to us who are called to act. So if you are ready to accept this vow, then go forward with compassion and never look back. If it is you who are called, then be brave and give love for all that is right. Rise up, my child of the Divine Family, and I will illuminate your heart to burn forever bright. Anything to serve my mother, as I cherish the seed of my father's soul. It is because of my Divine Parents that I was given the gift of life, and so I surrender my selfish control. I will accept this vow, and I stand before you as a warrior on behalf of all. I will use my gifts to protect your creatures ranging in size from large to small. I will honor everyone as my family, for all creatures are brothers and sisters connected back through divine grace. I have come to understand that this emptiness has not damned me, but rather it has cultivated the ground of our sacred space. I submit and bow to you, as I am here to do your will. May I drink from your cup, so that this vow may be fulfilled. The goddess handed me the cup and I drank from it. Then she spread her hands into my heart and polished the jewel she had given me long ago. By the mere touch of her holy essence, my soul burst open as the eternal flame flourished from within. Radiant light spread through the cavern of my heart as it was too bright to contain. 
the beloved panther roared as I finished the cup, as this was a great signal that my vow had begun. It was through the womb of my mother, connected back to my father's sacred light. Combined with the sacrifices of all my ancestors, I announced I would never give up on any sentient life. My love, I must know your name to honor you. And so the blue goddess spoke. Honor me is the dark one. I am the whisper of all that is true. And even when you cannot see me, it is my vibration of honesty that flows within you. As she left, she reached into her crown of bones and selected a skull and a rib. She threw the two solid bones onto the ashes as they burst into a fire and gave birth to a new flame. Brother, fire! I cried out. The fuel behind this fire are the struggles you overcame. Never forget that God is one, since God the Father and the Goddess are exactly the same, said the Dark Goddess. And remember, remember, in the center of your heart is our spirit's burning ember. <laughs>